Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. to your horses. No, Beyonce's not here. It's just Jackie. Mm, this in Texas. Oh, <laughs> in a hole of the leocards drown, down, down, down. The buck your legs. Oh, your keys up. Stick around, 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 around. Now, I know that this has been up for debate, but I would say what Jackie just did is not country music. In fact, I would say what Jackie just did is not music. Why? Uh, He didn't pizzazz on it. Well, what I had literally just said to MJ was, I cannot sing this properly. I can't make it sound like Beyonce. However, this song has been trapped in my head for so long, Mm. specifically that beginning part. I wonder why. Why is it everywhere, Jackie? Yes. The answer is yes. And I can't sing it properly because she's just so talented. I can't get down there. But have you guys seen how it is um, people are comparing it to the theme song for the children's cartoon, Franklin? Can you refresh (laughs) my memory with Franklin? It was not even, this is not even a current kids thing. It was like a kids show when we were kids. Oh, I remember remember Franklin. Franklin. And um, I didn't remember the theme song. I had to go on TikTok to look. And people are just doing a lot of side-by-sides. And the intro to Franklin, the children's television show that was, I believe, on Nick Jr. Um, He's a turtle. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's got a shield. Very similar. Hey! That's not what it is. No, and I don't think think it's like an (laughs) accusation that Beyonce, like, stole it from Franklin. I think it's just... uh, I can't get out of my head. Flowers, in my opinion, and I guess... I think Jackie disagreed with me on this, but Flowers to me is just, it's a wonderful life, oh, uh-huh. oh, it's a wonderful life, uh-huh. oh, oh. I, I can every hear it. Every time I hear I Flowers, oh, oh, yeah. it's a wonderful life, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I will listen to that mashup, I can't though. not hear that song when I hear Flowers, and I'm just like, am I in the early aughts? Like, what's going, like, I every- think that there is such a thing as a song that makes you get a different song in your head. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't mean that they're, like, plagiarized or whatever. There's but probably, I feel like, like there a is German song word prompts, for that. Like, yes, yeah, it's the a, song it's a that concept. prompts a similar song, but that is different. For me, I'll, I'll sub her because I wasn't 
as the Swifty then that I am now, all summer I had the other cruel summer in my head. The it's a cruel, 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 cruel summer. summer. Every time yeah. people what? paid for Holden to do that karaoke on Jackin' with the Holdies, I always expected it to be that cruel yeah. summer. <laughs> yes, because until this cruel summer has replaced that cruel summer. And now G Flip's know, version has replaced now G that Flips version. Has replaced, I know. In our house, we are in an active debate about whether G Flip's version is better than Taylor's version. Bro, well, have you gone I guess down It sounds like someone slope. might be dead to me very soon. Go on. No, <laughs> no. You've got to go down the G Flip slippery slope. It is slippery. Oh, exactly. I was going to say, going <laughs> down that slope. slippery Jackie's slope. slope you guys is particularly are, yeah. slippery. Wow. Your slope is slippery. I'm I don't know. <laughs> Like I've got to like cross my arms over my chest. It's such a slow. It is just gushing, and I I, I got to get out the 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 nets. Yeah, because I'm the fish, right? And I'm fine with it. It's a slip slope. It's a slope. It's a slip and slide. But I will say, G Flip's videos that they post are um, particularly, especially the one that I sent to you because they were singing a song to their wife Chriselle, mm-hmm. and I just man, I've never wanted to be Chriselle before. But move over, selling sunset. I'll start selling your houses. You give me a house, I'll sell it. I'll say it's got doors, it's got windows. You can sleep inside of it. It's a house. It's so hot, especially because Chriselle doesn't, you know, and sorry to be like a judgy Susan, but Chriselle doesn't look like the kind of lady that would be with a G flip. And so that just makes it so much hotter to me. Whoa. You know what I mean? Whoa, what do you what do you She's just so fancy? She looks like she would be with like she does. She's a kind of like the kind of person like a Kardashian would date. Instead of like a G flip, you know what I mean. So it just is like so yeah. hot. It's true that dating G flip immediately makes someone so much, much cooler. Than they were makes Chriselle much. Yeah, hotter. I would have yes. definitely looked at her and like made certain judgments. And I see her next to G flip, and I'm just like, yeah. And then you're you like, all right, the, you're cool. Yeah, you got the spice. Oh my god. <laughs> Them on the like on the red carpet and like G Phillips just behind Chriselle, like trying to place her dress mm. on the red carpet, just following behind Chriselle, even though people are not there to talk to Chriselle. <laughs> and that makes me oh my Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Hot. I'm slipping. Everybody away. do yourself a flavor if you have not Google searched Chriselle and G Flip to see pictures of them together on the red carpet. Go ahead. And do it. It's great. Mamma mia, here I come again. <laughs> my, my. Oh, how gooshy the, I am. The slope is getting slippery. That's over right. Here. That's the thing. That's what they say about G Flip. The reason why, you know why they're called G Flip? Why? Because they because the way they manipulate the G spot makes you do flips. You go, <laughs> you just start flipping around I, the room. Two thumbs up. I got over <laughs> here, baby. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> please. <laughs> I thought about yeah, G-Flip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, we're not even, I don't even know how we started talking about G-Flip. I just, it's not in the articles. It's, it's not in the articles. No. We actually got there from Flowers being It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, It's because oh, of TikTok. TikTok. It's a wonderful my life. My TikTok is so seeped in both G-Flip videos as well as Love is Blind conversations oh. because the eye, it lingers. It's not my fault. Right. I have to watch all of their TikTok. Like, I have to see their rebuttals. I, well, I, can't, look, be, I can't be kept out of it. I all I have to say is I have been told I look like Pedro Pascal. <laughs> 
so sorry that I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Loudly. I'm sorry. Just, just by, just by, by whom? Just a lot by of people. Just random people. No, non-random you have to be like. I mean, types. I don't see it personally. Like, I a lot don't of industry think types. I look like Pedro Pascal, but well, like, I have brown a lot hair. Of have said so. It. I don't really get the Whoa, issue. Yeah, you do have brown and hair. And a mustache yeah, and a beard, which he tends to have. Yeah. And you are a fun drunk. Yeah. I would say that about I you have a as tiny well, little so I... green creature that I carry around with me and try to unlock the secrets of the universe with. And of course, I'm talking about Gronk. I think it's very. Oh, I was about to say, it was like, don't talk about Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said Winnie before nice Lexi. We will tell her. We, we were talking before we started recording about how everyone has peep celebrities they've been told that they look like. It's fine. <laughs> And it, it's great. You can carry it around as a little feather in your cap, a compliment. Somebody told me I look like Megan Fox at the airport. You can keep that. You can even share it with others. But if you are trying to describe how you look, if somebody says, tell me like what three, remember there was a while there was like, put three celebrities of who you look like to get like, it's, this is a fun conversation we can have. Yeah, yeah. You For MJ, I would say people. Bill Paxton, Howard the Duck. Ooh. And, and that alligator villain, the crocodile, Australian crocodile villain in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, mine are the, the three Culkin one. brothers. But <laughs> um, congratulations, by the way, MJ. That's quite a, that's quite a triple right yeah. there. That's a good I look triple. a lot like a Culkin, but also we were. I would. I. I have. Heard, I have gotten from people. Saoirse Ronan. I would never tell someone if they don't know what I look like and they want to date me. That's a great example because I do think you act. You look like her. Yes, I do think you do. You look like Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. but, but I would but, not look at two pictures of you and go, "Oh my God, are they siblings?" If, if you were hoping to have sex with me and then you saw me, you would be a lab, little bit disappointed. Probably. Yeah, if Saoirse Ronan, Ronan was a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah. Then yeah. You're yeah, that's the thing. You got to take either a Kieran or a Macaulay, not now, from when they were young. Yes. And then you got to combine it with Sir Sharonin, and that's how you get both my gender and how, how would I look like. Just in case. Yeah, actually, that's really good. A Colkin mixed with Sir Sharonin. Yeah. Just, just by the way, in case, I feel like we talked about this last week, but there is a contestant classically in this, in this season that's all the talk because she in the pod said, People tell me I look like Megan Fox, and men are so dumb, and their penises are even stupider than even their <laughs> brains. And so he heard that and just like was like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'll pick her because people tell her she looks like Megan Fox. Oh. And he was choosing between her, who honestly, too, what's so funny is like in any normal situation, she's a pretty gal. Totally. But he chose her over like like literally like a smoke show. You're I don't need even an know EpiPen after you see which me. I, I'm so hot. I loved that. Well, I she knows that. It. apparently according to her, she said she like blacked out during that. Really? Like, she was like, I was so upset. I had so I had so like there was booze inside of me, and I was like having so many emotions. The cameras, I'm hot, and the EpiPen. She's like, I don't even remember saying wow that <laughs> stuff, and I could only imagine she is. When when he when she was saying that to him, I in my head I'm like I cannot wait for him to meet this woman Same. in person because it will happen. He will he's go. He's gonna see what she looks oh, like, and he's like, gonna realize that love is not big. blind. Yeah, that's yeah, what he's going to immediately realize. He chose the wrong person because the, she had a kid, and the other one said they looked like Megan Fox, and he went the easy road slash the thinking with the dumbest part of his penis head. 
road because of the mega foxing and now he's like he's like oh no but love is blind is just like it has absorbed my life i was so upset because i thought last week we were going to get six episodes we only got three Mm -hmm. and also you want to hear dirty dirt wow next week or this week we get two episodes and then we get the finale next week the reunion the finale or the reunion? Uh, th- this says finale, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, and then you get gotcha. the reunion usually like a little bit later. Yeah, this this season of Love Is Blind is really I it's it's all I can think about. Jackie and I had have been texting each other extensively, but wait, Jackie, you also said that you have a celebrity look-alike that you get, but which is interesting to me because I would have never guessed that celebrity look-alike. I also don't understand it, and I've received it many times as a people have said that I look like Melissa Joan Hart. And can you imagine looking at a picture of me and being like, <laughs> oh yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. I would really, really let someone down <laughs> yeah, if they saw the right. me afterwards. If there's, I said almost, that. there's almost no celebrity that you can compare yourself to without letting someone down. Like someone will yeah, be disappointed. Exactly. Right. It's such a weird, and then it becomes weirdly insulting. You know, right. I always get lassie. Which I don't really. Yeah, like. I mean, well, then, honestly, <laughs> you're dependable. Like I get that, yeah. and also, you know, like you've got like beautiful hair. Mm. It's got a nice thank sheen you to it. Nice I can mane. see that. Yeah. I, I I was hesitant to to make a lassie reference. By the way, do even does do people still get a lassie reference? In I think we're the last generation that knows about lassie. The elder well, if you know anything about lassie, you should always look up how many lassies die. <laughs> Why because are you that's always, always my telling favorite. us about the animals who have died? I can't not think about it. You know, it's real, I can't. It's real Melissa Joan Hart behavior. Whoa, you mean Sabrina the Teenage Witch? I wish. Well, I'm no, looking at I her. Clarissa. I'm looking at her naked on Ooh. the cover of Maxim, and I am squinting really fucking hard. But I am, you know what? Spit an image. You can see I, it. Yeah, Spitting you can image. see it. Thank you. <laughs> I I got I don't see. I'm trying to think of what celebrity you do remind me of because I'm everyone has has a celebrity doppelganger, but I. I actually think that you're um, significantly hotter than Melissa Joan Hart. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm trying to come up with like joke ones, and they're too insulting. But then I'm trying to come up with real ones, and I don't know, Jackie. Jackie, you're you. Uh, you're so. Oh my god! I'm not like the other girls. You. I am a bit of a Bella. Yeah. I don't like music. <laughs> I like to just sit and stare, and I don't want to be loved properly. And I want you to make sure that sex is something that is scary and only used to make weird half vampire children. I I. I always forget about the music thing. Saying you don't like music to me makes you the most like boring, uninteresting, unlikable person. <laughs> She's not like the other girls. I get that, but I just feel like there's so many she other like ways other for her to girls. be not like the other girls. She could like only listen to classical music right. or something to be. It's not- why I always bring it up. It's my favorite fact. "Quote yeah. unquote" about Bella Swan. What a weird one! That that is canonically great. hates music, and I know there are like reasons why, and it's like, oh, it's because of like all these other. It's like w- w- at the end of the day, she said, "I don't." She doesn't like the snow. She doesn't like the rain, and she doesn't like music. music. It is like the opposite of Love Is Blind because there's there's many a great TikTok satirizing Love Is Blind, but Love Is Blind is honestly, it'll be someone in the pods with another person, and the first person will be like. About me, I, I, you know, I, l- I listen to music a lot, and the other person will be like, "You're kidding! I, I love, love music. music." And they'll be like, "You <laughs> like music? Oh my god, right, right. I love music!" You know, so I feel like that's, you know, Bella is just stepping out of that 
that formula for us. <laughs> yes, because she's she's just different than the other girls, just like me. All right, Melissa Joan Hart, leave me alone. <laughs> We're not the same, and I will not be your stunt double anymore. I would be so good at being a stunt double, by the way. Ah, <laughs> no. That's no, didn't you do. send us? Didn't you send us an article this week about how about? Oh, it was about Sylvester Stallone and all the people who've hurt themselves very seriously doing stunts. Oh yeah, no, I actually don't want to. I mean, I do have a sister-in-law that works in stunts, and it's very difficult. And I actually genuinely could never do it. Yeah, people tell me all the time that you look just like a stunt double. It's crazy. Thank you. <laughs> Man, I had a Pilates instructor once that she was like really small and like a petite woman and she was pure muscle and she did all the stunt doubles for children in movies. Wow. And she's like, I'm working all the time. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And like, she was just this like tiny, tiny. I was like, man, you're so muscular to be an eight-year-old though. I don't know how <laughs> you would do it, but very impressive. That's awesome, actually. We need a tiny, strong, strong. adult who we can throw off a bridge man if i could do backflips i would backflip out of so many rooms just as your that would be your exit yeah that's my thing that's like oh we can't tell like what celebrity she looks like but man does she do a mean backflip (laughs) (laughs) hello ed larson and amber nelson from the brighter side here to check in with you see how you're doing is your day more disappointing than a gas station sandwich Are you trying to put one foot in front of the other in a glue factory? Did you try to throw your air fryer in the bathtub, but nothing happened because you were too lazy to plug it in first? Then the Brighter Side podcast is for you! Oh, yeah! Each week, we take nasty, dookie, stupid, dumb, stinky, no good, doo-doo factory, caca-like topics, and try to find the brighter side. Hey, Amber. Uh, what's the brighter side of waking up chained to a bed in Russia? Um, at least they have free health care. That's right. So start your weekend off right every Friday with the brighter side on the last podcast network. You beautiful babies. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And I'm certainly not going to be looking like this celebrity anytime soon. And that would be Machine Gun Kelly Mm. with the blackout tattoos. Now, this discourse is very interesting. Well, I, okay, I don't think he's trying to turn himself it's black, scary. Twitter, you fucking weirdo. Okay, this isn't one of those examples where the New York Post found, like, <laughs> two, two tweets. Two tweets of it yeah. made it. Every Literally article, two tweets. Yeah. Every article you send now, Jackie, half of the article is idiots. I never want to know in real life's opinions yeah. about the yeah. fucking article. I, yes, I know you I really this have up to be before. careful about that now. I know I brought this up before, but it is so aggressive now. I mean, every article, the word count is doubled sh- just by 
let's go find three tweets from complete and you can't even now you can't even see a blue check and be like well at least they like have a that, yes some this, kind of a career that matters it, it, you know what it, I mean? it's it's and, and i'm i it's so bad like it's <laughs> journalism is is imploded online journalism is imploding you know vice closed last week um like there's there's so all of the media companies that were that kind of like people were you know, 10 years ago were kind of driving a lot of the discourse that admittedly people were annoyed by at the time. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, but there's just no online journalism anymore. And uh, and there's no reporting anymore. There's no investigation anymore. There's just none of that anymore. So all there is is articles quoting tweets, you know, and that was that's been happening for a while. But now it's like, especially these celebrity things, it'll be like, maybe this is a story. Machine Gun Kelly trying to turn himself black. It's just like, this is not even discourse. Like, no one's <laughs> saying this. They just found two people There's who said this. Blackout tattoos are totally a thing. I will say it did send me down the the worm time of, uh, of blackout tattoos. Ooh. I'd always been curious about that because I started noticing them more and more often. Um, you know, and it's definitely said to be a tribal thing that actually did come out of, I believe, Africa and different areas that it is this like it, and there's all this like s symbolism, meaning I do think some of it is him wanting to cover up what he had in an interesting way. Yeah. And so you maybe know? some past stuff. And because he did say that it's for spiritual purposes mm -hmm. only. Well, you, you see the cross yes. on his. I actually think it looks cool. He's like, I think, that, I think it looks good. I think it looks, I think cool. it looks really cool. I think it looks cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, I do love too the tattoo artist was like, he was like the toughest. Cause the, I think another part of this is the pain. Right. Is the sheer pain. His and entire arms. He has full sleeves with like some like, kind of, uh, you know, like cut like designs. I'm trying to, it would be like a screen print almost. Yeah. Like, but there's like some that's not black, but then his entire arms, his entire shoulders, chest up to his neck and then down to like below his pecs is I just all realized he got his black. nipples blacked yeah, out. Yeah, he got his nipples yeah. blacked out oh as well. Oh my God. And yeah. I do think that it looks cool. Uh. He is like, he is the, he is the celebrity that every time I look at him, I'm like, man, I don't want to be attracted to you, but I very much am. Like Ooh. he's he is a bad boy who does it for me. Yeah. I could see, it. I could see I that, could see I could see that between the two of you. And it's it's also nice because I don't know enough about him. Like I know that I think that he's, I don't think he's like somebody. Yeah, I think who he, I, wanna... I think it's, I don't think he's someone you want. I don't think, I don't think he's. Somebody no, you wanna... I don't think I want to like model myself after him by any means. But no! I do think that he is handsome in a bad boy way. And you just, you know, you're slurping after it. I get it. We've all got our own. You know, I look at Rick Moranis and I slurp. You look at MGK and then you. <laughs> slurp you know we've all got our slurp sticks that we keep in our pockets i'm a real megan fox oh my god you're here. just like a megan, megan fox Foxes. by the way some people mistake me for megan fox i want to i want to clarify too so so we don't get the cor corrections emails it is uh it seems to be a polynesian thing that start, at least started there and then became very popular in South Asia during the 2010s interesting and has spread from there i yeah. did not know um, that blackout tattoos were like a genre of tattoo. No, I, uh, and and it yeah, seems like well, it, he said it took forty four needles at a time, which is like it, like I, they're like a cross. It seems like, and I, you, man, you must go into like a meditative state with all of that like I'll going bet. at the same time. It must look you must zen out at oh, some yeah. point because there is a process of getting tattoos where you do kind of just chill out. And you're just, you give in to the pain and you're just like, well, this is going to be me for a while and I just got to let it ride. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I, t- I, I like it though. I also I like, like it. I like the the that it's not full blackout. Like you have those lines, at, so you get a peek of his old tattoos, but just like a little peek and a little them. peek right. of the past. Yeah, yeah. I think it's neat. It also doesn't seem to be. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't seem to be like even though this is a tradition that comes from if it's a Polynesian tradition or whatever, but it doesn't seem like this tattoo is in and of itself like super cultural appropriation-y or anything, you know? No, I mean, there's definitely debates in, in the, art, in the like, I, that was just the Wikipedia article I pulled up to, to talk about it. In that, there's one brief mention of debates around cultural appropriation uh-huh. from, from it coming from, like, uh, uh, Polynesian... Tradition. Stuff mm-hmm. and tradition and, and then popularity in South Asia, but I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, you know... Everything's a pro culture appropriation. <laughs> but you know what? No, 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 no. It's the real deal with holding the real deal. No, no, no. You want to hear the real deal? How real way things are? You got to talk to hold. I will say this: I have been watching Full House with my children, um, which has been very fun. And um, does Kimmy get like any more annoying or does she get less annoying over time? Well, you know, what's weird to explain to children is why everyone, including the adults in the household, are, are so cruel, cruel to, to the children's best <laughs> friend. So it's so mean. They're like, why are the adult men making fun of Kimmy so much? And I'm like, you know what? Great question. She's a child. Yeah. Um, but we did just watch um, a season one, episode three, in which they take a trip to Hawaii. And as we were starting it i was like you know what kids we're gonna keep watching this but some racist things might happen in this episode and um i, I was right so oh, no what <laughs> oh you know it was just in the episode just portraying native hawaiians uh <laughs> you know indigenous people in hawaii as a little bit it was not you know it was the 90s uh, yeah <laughs> one of those. It, was, it was cartoonish and upsetting and, 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 it was, <laughs> but then he gave you something to talk about and it was actually i'm sure that some people are like oh oh mj toilet flush nephil over here buzz killing full house but it actually one of the reasons why watching full house has been really fun is because i'm not censoring anything i think i might i think i'm going to try to skip the episode about dj's eating disorder just because like ah. my kids don't even have a concept of disorder eating yet and i yeah, would like you don't to even want to like introduce yeah like i don't even want to be like x this she's exercising and starving herself. Like I don't, I don't want them to know about that. But right. but other, right. other than that, like we've been talking a lot about Uncle Jesse and his sexism. Um, but it's not even in like a buzzkill way. They'll just be like, "Why is Jesse like looking down that woman's dress?" You know, it's like explicitly sexual stuff in this family show that's just weird. But I'm not even like I'm like, well, Jesse is like a very loving uncle who's like a very good person, but also he's like learning how to treat women better. <laughs> and it's been leading oh to God, some conversation. <laughs> it's been fun. Oh, that's that is actually a lot of fun. I would love to try to explain it in such a god how many years has it been those were all done in the early 90s right well the reason i started it was one it was like one of the kids was sick and we were just home watching constant tv so we needed to switch it up and i was like do you guys want to see a show where the it was made when i was a kid and that was kind of like what drew because i'm i'm the exact same age as michelle Mm. So I was like, we started season one. I was like, so when I was a baby, this is what the world looked like. And so like, there's lit- it's so funny watching it with kids from now because they're like, what is ha-? like? There's a couple. There's a whole premise where somebody tapes over something. Yeah. Oh my you know, god! They, no, they have no idea. Like a whole thing with them being on a landline. Yeah, yeah. Kids are like, what is that? They don't even know it's a phone. You know, they like don't know it's a phone. It's yeah, so funny. Yeah, I can't funny. believe we don't have a landline. It's so it's such a weird concept. Premises where they're lost and they can't call for help. They're like, well, why don't they just call? 
call like why don't they just use their cell phones to call for help you know it's so it's like a shocking thing to realize the cultural Good change Lord. there was a minute there where we all were like no, no no but you still also need a landline and that's just completely disappeared I my imagine. parents still have a landline my mom's like well what number do you give out to people when you have to give out your, your number you just give out your cell phone number and I was like, <laughs> honestly it was like you know I never really thought about that I guess yeah. she's like yeah then you just put the home phone on silent and then they call the home phone instead I guess I don't get I inundated like, I guess this is a who good. are you giving well you guys are crazy you guys give your number out you sign up for all the rewards I'll do anything to get a coupon <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you are going to right. give me a coupon I, mean, like, I will I'm, give you I'm, my soul I'm never yeah. giving my number yeah I'm never giving my yeah, number yeah the 10% I'm always giving off. it out you go to a clothing website and they ask for your phone number and you get 10% give off. it out I'll do yeah. it yeah giving it all out I'll give it all out I, you know what they already have all of my information oh yeah I don't yeah. care about give that give me the damn coupon I don't care yeah, about my, that I don't care my email is a mess take what am I gonna regret having one more company sending me emails see right. I'm the opposite I will go on unsubscribe sessions I will like sit down and go through I have a clean email. I like that. You good. also have a clean, yeah, you have a clean email a clean box, email. which it looks like, it makes you look like a psychopath. <laughs> I have, like, like a normal person, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of unread messages. <laughs> that I just be crazy. By the I way, have 57,000 emails in my inbox. Oh my God, why? <laughs> I have, They're not I unread, have, they're just there. I do in my social, whatever, I have 4,899 emails. In my promotions, whatever section i have twenty five thousand emails but i don't oh yeah but in my inbox my my actual primary inbox zippo dude i have zero, zero? what if you emails. need something what if, what if you, if you get yeah. emailed something and you need it that's what do you the mean? thing what do you do you archive it search you have an archive? it like a what do you mean but i just i just leave it. it there and then i search yeah, it. leave it there yeah Wait. and then i search it and then it's forever what it, it's it's forever if i read it if i open it what are you talking okay, about okay if you okay if you open it yes but like let's say for example i needed somebody's address because i was going to their house and mm -hmm. i was like okay they invited me to a party like two years ago mm -hmm. so i searched their last name in my email mm -hmm. that email will pop up and then i'll have their address okay that's so what i do i'm talking about just the difference thank you mj i'm talking about the difference between unread and read emails i i oh you don't but you delete your emails. no why would i delete my emails oh, they're okay. just red okay. so i don't have a number i don't have a crazy number by my inbox that's your number of unread emails right no no i just have fifty-seven thousand total emails which still makes me how feel do like i even wrong see that oh i guess yeah i have eighteen thousand <laughs> yeah, emails but they're yeah, all red twelve thousand just in my in my inbox but yeah. I, still, I also think i'm i i think i should probably do a digital decluttering like i don't yeah. need the email oh. the gmail chat transcripts from 2014 you know with my friends but i yeah, leave them there because what if i need to refer to them just someday? in case because like, sometimes you end up taking that weird trip down have you ever like searched something and it pulled up a bunch of old ass emails yeah and oh, then all of a sudden you're yes. just like looking at old even you're like looking at yourself from your 20s yes correspondence oh, oh yes like i should just yes. type in murder fist and scroll all the way to the beginning and just see the crazy because there's also some nuts email back and forths when people would start fighting in an yes. email back oh, and forth, yeah. and then you could when we just were like read learning internet email, and we had one person in the group who will go unnamed. I've never met someone worse at emailing. <laughs> they, I've never met someone worse at coming across in an email. Not like a Vibes. fucking I know annoying exactly. fucker. <laughs> because you just like every time they write, and you're just like, man, this makes me want to hit you in the I, face. I have to remember. Why are I have you to, like, writing like myself? This? 
Like they're they're totally fine. They they don't even mean this to come off like this. They just they have a disease. Like I think that if they found the right doctor, they would actually get diagnosed with this weird ability to annoy people and how they come off in emails. I I've, it's crazy. I wonder I, what they're like in a group chat. Do you think it's the same? <sighs> the worst is emails the worst is emails it's 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 so funny it's like the closer you get to direct communication with them the better the better it is Uh right uh but the further away you get so email being kind of the furthest away Uh is like you just read it and you're like why are you so like what is that like what (laughs) it's so funny and you just have to remind yourself you're just like that's they just they that's just them. They this have an the, email. Not their form of communication. Just something about it. Something about the way they tippy type away at that email. It's also the punctuation use because mm. I am such a you always know the amount of people pleaser you are, especially yes. in our age group. Because like for me, everything I write has twenty million exclamation points. Yeah, like I am happy I writing you. the email. I like I am to, always happy. I had to check myself with that because I kept trying to be like that with my mom. Everything I wrote back to her was everything. Yeah, everything. It cut to me covered in piss and screaming in a fight with Lexi. You know what I mean? Like, but like in the text, and then I'm like, you don't have to write an exclamation point for literally everything. You say to this woman it's it's fine yeah but it's worse though when someone uses complete correct yes like punctuation in their text because then you're like well now you're pissed off at me oh speaking of my mom she'll she'll put periods there and stuff but but she doesn't get that now that's loaded punctuation loaded because all she's trying to do is be the most grammatically correct possible in how she writes. And she, I already know this about her. She like kind of looks down on people who don't use like proper grammar and because she's old school, right? She's like, when you wrote a letter to someone in the war, you had to use proper (laughs) punctuation or they wouldn't, or they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't deliver it. I know. You know, Uh, but hold it in 10 years, our children are going to be desecrating us for how we type and text or whatever the beam messages into their brains. Neuralink. Yeah. And so I'm just ready. I'm just ready for it to just be, to be exhausting every I mean I'm already like a Luddite and it's just gonna get worse when my children know how to communicate and I'll be they'll be like I can't believe you don't put a period or whatever it is you know right right when you put a period that means you're on your period what (laughs) what is that it changed it changed (laughs) but yeah so she'll like my mom will just simply put a period at the end of a sentence and all of a sudden I'm like am I in trouble am I grounded she's mad at me am I grounded at 41 years old it seems like they're mad (laughs) it's true no cover an exclamation point yes no one has any you know choice but to believe you because you're shoving it down their throat i put exclamation points in the middle of a word <laughs> oh yeah just like, to make i can't sure even read see. this holden yeah if it's multiple syllables i have to throw it in just to make sure they know i'm very excited to be communicating with them about whatever the fuck we are talking about i'm a positive person thanks so much <laughs> also starting every email with thanks so much and ending every yeah. email with thanks so much sorry yes yeah, and lots of sorry sorry you had to talk to me today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way we have spent so much time talking about love is blind and punctuation in emails you sent so many articles jackie 
There's so well, but there, it was a lot of it was a lot of scattershot. But I do want to talk about good for her, more like yes, Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo launches reproductive rights initiative mm. alongside Guts World Tour. Now, of course, my TikTok is now sliding into people going to the Olivia Rodrigo shows and me just going, Wah, yeah, I want this so bad. I want to go to the show. All right, we're offering Someone take it. Me to the show. This never works, but we're offering it again. If you have extra tickets. Tickets for the show in L.A., uh, Olivia Rodrigo, you will get the full Jackie Holden paid seven experience. We will hang out with you beforehand. We'll get drinks. We'll go. We'll eat. We'll meet you for brunch, and we'll take it from there. We'll do a whole day. We'll go watch Whoa. TV with you or whatever the fuck you want. We'll go to Six Flags. Just fucking let us Go to the show, please. God, you merciless fucker. <laughs> it Anyways. is so... I I just love her. I love that me knowing her makes me slightly more relevant to young people. My kids hung out with like a friend of theirs who's 10 um, over the uh, last week, and the 10-year-old was just listening to nonstop Olivia Rodrigo, and I was like, I know her. Um, I know her music, and I don't know her, but I think <laughs> oh she's God, like- Oh, God, if you knew her, oh, I know. they'd die. I know, but I just think she's such a great, like, I just think she's such a great star, and it's really, you know, it is a good for her to be like, I'm donating a portion of my- money to reproductive rights and she like she in the video she says like this is for abortions you know which is like yes like and yeah a lot it's called fund for good uh she said the fund will directly support community-based nonprofits that champion things like girls education support reproductive rights and prevent gender-based violence and i like it's so important to, for these young pop stars to champion things like this and it, to be and explicitly it makes me so happy, yes. yeah, like and think about how you not know, just young artists, all artists to be championing, but you know, things get more dicey. Yeah, those as old you get ass, even bigger, those and old bigger, ass bigger. artists right? too, like, those crickety olds, man. I like when they get out there. <laughs> their knees are all making those crunching <laughs> sounds, and I can hear them walking <laughs> from Everybody here. Stop! Don't, you don't have to dance as much. Stop dancing. <laughs> yes. We're, we're, we're really worried. About, yeah, stop, Madonna. We get it. You can shake it, but we're, we don't want you to your bones to collapse in on themselves and turn to dust. But like I, you know, I think that Taylor <laughs> is a pretty good example of like she has not shied away from ever having political, like uh, not that it's you know not that even like thinking that people should be able to get abortions uh, should be an explicitly political opinion. But r r right now it is, and I wonder it if it's almost is. easier for pop stars to do something like this now that there's no Roe versus Wade to be like I this is something that needs protection or whatever. But like, you know, there's the famous scene in the Tay documentary where she's kind of like, it's about walking that line of being like, I have my beliefs, but also I can't alienate right. a huge portion of my audience, you know? And so it is walking a fine, it is walking a fine line for artists that are that big. Yeah. Right. Which is why I also think that Taylor Swift psyop stuff is so funny because mm. I'm like, this woman is trying so hard not to alienate anybody. But also I do think that she has, some set of coherent politics in her head that she tries to, you know, she seems to be like a actively not bigoted person or whatever also. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's really neat that Olivia Rodrigo is like, I am 21 years old. I am of a different generation, honestly, than mm -hmm. Taylor Swift. And like, I feel like Gen Z is just like, we believe in things. We go on TikTok, we do dances, and we talk about what we believe, you know? Yes. And we and talk so, about uh, mental health, and we talk about these things, and I love it. And oftentimes, they they talk about them while doing the dances, yeah. which is always a weird one. They'll be like, abortion <laughs> should be legal. And they're just like... Clapping about. <laughs> their arms around. <laughs> 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So funny. Or they're dancing to a Beyonce song that wasn't released. Interesting. That is the exact transition I was about to make. Donk! <laughs> We're talking donk right now. Talking donk right now. Donk is the name of the song. It's not just me um, spouting gobbledygook over here. While you would think that Texas Hold'em would be the number one song on TikTok because, of course, Texas Hold'em hit number one on the Billboard Hot Country Songs Artist, and Beyonce is the first black woman to be able to achieve this, which is insane in and of itself. The year 2024, by the way, and all of the backlash she's receiving for it from radio stations and 2024 by the way well and do you remember what happened in 2019 when Lil Nas X put out you know oh yeah Old Town Road and and back then um I I thought that I was feuding with Billy Ray Cyrus but I right. wasn't feuding with just just for achy breaky heart still upset about that but uh I at the time I was like all right Billy Ray Cyrus was like listen if this kid wants to make a country song, then it's a fucking country song and everybody can get over it. Hell yeah. But now I'm mad at him again because Miley is mad at him and I will always side with Miley. But It's obviously. a wonderful life. Uh, oh, oh. It's um. a wonderful life. <laughs> it doesn't life. mean that Flowers isn't a good song because that's also an amazing song. It's a great song. I hate that old, I don't like It's a Wonderful Life. What? Yeah. It's also It's a Beautiful Life, by the way. <laughs> yeah, It's a Wonderful Life is a different thing. Is, is the, yeah. <laughs> Very and your Bill's house and Jim's house. <laughs> bridge where it's like, it's in Bill's house. <laughs> Jim's house. Oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. But yeah, the Beyonce thing is fascinating because I remember <laughs> this. And, and, um, and I actually went into my own little worm time about this. They took... Um, Old Town Road, uh, Billboard took it off the country charts and put it on the hip hop charts, um, which people at the time were like, why are you doing that? Why Is are you doing Because this? of the color of the skin of the person singing the song. And it brought up all this stuff about gatekeeping and the history of how much black artists shaped country music and then how yes! it became this gatekeepy thing. Re- Ridiculous. Where black artists were never considered to be allowed to be country, even though so much of the sound comes from black artists. Um, and then, yeah, to have it to be to have the fact that Beyonce is like people are like, is this country? It's like, listen to the song. Yes, it is country music. What are you talking about? Like, I just don't I truly don't understand. But that is the beauty of having a brain that does not understand what like I, I, I just like it's it's country music. It's country music. Listen to it. It's well, great. everything's mixing, everything's mixing and crossing over and stuff. In fact, if anything, I would be like, a lot of your country songs sound a lot like rap music these days. Have you noticed that? That a lot of the like newer country songs, they're like practically rapping 
and it's totally oh so you can steal it right. to stay relevant right. but they're not allowed to make country music right okay yeah. interesting and it's it's just from their it's privilege so and they get to say whatever they fucking want and it just makes me yeah well, let's shake, get in the nitty-gritty of it shake people but not dolly parton yeah no dolly not. parton says she thinks it's great because of course dolly came out and just was like completely supports beyonce and it is you know, insane that you have to have that Dolly Parton even has to do this. Right. The fact that I mean, she doesn't have to do this. She doesn't have to do anything. The fact that she chose to do this because she felt that she had to mm-hmm. to support Beyonce as the queen of country music. Mm-hmm. That she felt the need to come out and it's like it's sad that she felt the need to have to do that. It makes me want like there's just. Sometimes when I read these headlines, it makes me just want to go out and be like, shake my finger at people and be like, oh, I just want to, I don't want to believe in violence, but I just want to dunk you on the head. That's the dunk I want. Yeah, that's your donk, dude. Give you a donk. But donk is the name of the unreleased Beyonce song that is trending on TikTok right now. Now, I don't understand how people get a hold of unreleased songs. So I guess if you have a song that you make and it's not released, then I would assume then the people who own the music will then, then they can just release it whenever they want, but it's not released. Well, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, people, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes unreleased. I mean, a lot right. of times these artists make, you know, double the tracks for an album, but how does it get released? It was leaked. Like, is that Beyonce choosing to no, do that? No, it was leaked. It, was, it said it in the article somewhere. It was leaked. Oh, okay. it's just a leak happens. Oh, okay. yeah. It got out. It just got out. It got out on I me mean, because it's the internet. So lots of stuff get le- gets leaked, you know, um, pretty much every time Taylor Swift tries to do something fun with like her track list, you know, upcoming track list, it gets leaked. You know, with Maroon, she was like doing a daily, like, I'll give you a song a day. And then it got leaked like halfway through. Mm. And then songs all the time get out, you know, that happens. It happens uh, quite a bit. So, yeah, it was just one of those. Uh, I was confused at first, though, because I thought that this was actually uh, Gronky's uh, hit single, Do the Donkey Donk, <laughs> um, which is, by the way, a dance where he just fucks a donkey. <laughs> That's a donk is way <laughs> too funny a name for a song for a Beyonce song. Donk is a funny ass name for a song. I wanted something like more clown like. Yeah. To when I listened to it, I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty sta- bog standard. Yeah, I want it to be about that someone with a weird horse feeling. Cock, but it was just... much sexier than I thought it was going. Yeah, to be, though. Mm-hmm. I was kind of mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah, I know. I need to know more about donk. Right, right. Yeah, I'll get into donk. I'll get donked yeah. up. Come on, we'll donk, donk on me. We'll get donk madness. Well, I guess, are we doing the celebrity conspiracy? Do we want to, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into it? Dude, we've got some shit to scrape through in the leftovers then, man. We got a lot of stuff for you guys, so check us out on there. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We'll talk about some more, some more news. Also, don't forget to Buffy every Tuesday over on the page seven Patreon. We are having a blast over there. It's so fun. I uh, I actually I feel like I have such a relevant conspiracy for this Ooh. week based on all the stuff Ooh, we've been okay. talking about. Hit me with a share. Do, Do you believe it? The truth about Chugi. Chugi. This one comes in. Yes, Chugi. We've all been fools, us elder millennials with our weird old canes <laughs> that are all gnarled and our like magic ball that we look well, at. So you're an elder millennial. MJ and I are just regular yeah. millennials, by the way. Oh, whatever, <laughs> dude. Just regular. We're young millennials. We're so young. This one comes in from Francis, who writes, Hello, gang. Longtime listener. I don't know if this was brought up yet. Just wanted to let you guys know about Chugi. I'm a younger... And by the way, I should mention, if, if, if you didn't hear it, we definitely talked about Chugi 
back in the day. It was like give us a rundown. Is there a rundown of what Chugi is in the? Uh, let me see. I th- well, I'll just say Chugi is. Uh, it's like a f- referring to. It's, it's us. It's anything us. that it's like, the way it's we like talk things about that like younger trends. people will cringe about because we are older. Things that like make us a little bit more out of Seems touch. Like it's also a little Crocs or but chuggy, it's a little Starbucks, you know? right? The way that we use Starbucks. I feel like the way that we first talked about this on the show, which I want to say was probably three years ago, is like the way that Holden will use Starbucks to describe something that's kind of like gen- like basic almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Chuggy isn't the same as basic, but like I think pumpkin spice lattes are both basic and chuggy. And chuggy, right? yes. Like I think Uggs are both basic and chuggy, but uh-huh. I might, but chuggy might have morphed. I feel like glasses of wine that say live, laugh, love, chuggy. Yes. But, but I might be wrong because I don't know. I don't know what anybody believes or thinks. So, so here, here's, here's a little bit of a, uh, interesting, I feel like this gives an inside in, I think sometimes on how the internet can work in fucked ways. Long time listener. I don't know if this is brought up yet. Just want to let you guys know about Chugi. I'm a younger millennial with a lot of Gen Z friends. We're right on the cusp, but the one to two year age difference feels stark when it comes to slang. I feel like an old man whenever I use Riz or is it? It's not FRFR. It's just for real, for real, for right? Real, for real, for real, for real. Or no cap. Mm. You guys brought up Chugi a long time ago. I didn't think much of it until I used it in front of some of my younger friends. They made fun of me for making up slang, which it felt like made up slang, by the way. And I believe I talked about it. I was like, this doesn't sound r- real. It's like weird to say. I'm like, Riz is cool to say. I get yes. why it, yeah. it became a thing. No cap. I, is cool sounding. I get why, but <laughs> and it has Chugi, a clear meaning. Like yes, Riz has, a has such a clear. I love, I love Riz because it's like yes, this Great. is a single slang word that evokes so much. Yeah, not only does it make sense that it's short for charisma, but Riz also just sounds like the thing it is, right? right. The Z right. in the in when it. you have Riz, yeah, yeah, you got that Z, you know. You're a little bumblebee. Also, by the way, Chugi is specifically supposed to be 2010. So it's girl, it's girl boss, it's Uggs, Uh it's juicy. It's so that's really what it is. Mm. I just wanted to look up the actual definition. Mm. Apparently, even saying Chugi is Chugi. I realized (laughs) none of my Gen Z friends have ever used this word since y'all first mentioned on the pod years ago. My friend found a TikTok explaining that Chugi was in like two TikToks before news sites picked it up as the next big slang word everyone's using uh cursory reddit searches also confirm uh, only millennials use chuggy this is such a perfect story of 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 out of the loop media outlets just trying to find we were just talking about this trying to make chuggy happen yeah they tried to make chuggy happen and i could tell i could feel it deep in my bones like this is not cool this word's not cool what it means doesn't make any sense like none of this makes sense this sounds like Hello, fellow kids, kind of stuff, right? right. I, I, I had right. a feeling about it, and now, and now I can say this in hindsight. I'm sure I was like, <laughs> I was on the Chuggy train back in the day. But um, Francis then links uh, to a TikTok from user uh, Etymology Nerd, which that's kind of might, might be a fun talk to follow. Who Ooh. posits that the word was used in 2021 very briefly in just a handful of TikToks, but then New York, the New York Times put out an article titled "What Is Chuggy? You Know It When You See It." This spurred millennials to take the word and run with it, which may, it's total millennial being out of touch fear that drove yes. us. Yes, totally. Yes. You know, you can't make fun of me if I make fun of myself first. Exactly. But I get it. I mean, we have to. Aren't we supposed to? Yes. And so, of course, Gen Z immediately sees it as 
chuggy. Yes. Yes, because <laughs> to use the word an older, a slightly older person, especially because when you get to like, I feel like when you get to forties and fifties, you're like, a teenager's gonna make fun of me. What do I care? Yeah. But like people in their late twenties, their thirties, they don't want to be made fun of by young people. It's no. like their biggest fear. How many how, how many stand ups used to have jokes about how afraid they were to be on a train with teenagers because they were afraid the teenagers would like make fun of their shoes? You know, I right. am like terrified being... of teenagers. <laughs> All teenagers, I'm terrified of. I'm scared of what they're going to say. I'm scared of what they're going to do. I'm scared of just like, because they could cut me down just with one look. Yeah. And, I, and I'll, I'll just want to just crumple yeah. on the inside. He goes on to say this just reinforces the concept that language changes only happen via the youngest generation, which mm. I thought was really interesting, which is already slight. I mean, it's like obvious, but only, purely and only. It cannot happen with the next step up or the next step up. We're, we're done. Mm. We cannot we cannot create new words. We can't words. make any more. We can't yeah. do We anymore. have no power anymore. That's great, yeah. honestly. It's already sliding away from Gen Z towards Gen Alpha. Sorry, Gen Z. You are now the chuggy ones. Whoa. <laughs> Was mainstream media trying to manufacture Gen Z lingo or are they just trying to make millennials look even less cool to Gen Z? Thanks. Love the pod, Francis. And what a perfect word to sound lame oh, yes. to a younger... It sounds lame to me. Oh, yeah. It sounds lame to me. You know? I, I, even, I, I remember, I was like, Chugi, like, agree. But I will say, Chugi never pretended to be cool. I think Chugi was always a lame thing. Sure, right. it but, was like, but even what it is... But there's a cooler way to say how lamed out, like, elder millennials are, right? right? To Gen Z. There's a cooler word for that. It exists. And one thing I can trust Gen Z with is coming up with really good ones of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about our generation. I don't know about Gen X. But Gen Z is very good at coming up with this kind of lingo. And they would do, if they wanted to come up with a word for this, it would be way cooler sounding and way more, like, appropriate sounding <laughs> than chuggy. Chuggy sounds like a word you would just make up trying to come up with a dumb fake word. There was yes. like right? there was this moment of mass panic of millennials, especially like writers, cultural influencers or whatever who like became suddenly so it's the thing of like you're on the train and teenagers come in and you're like are these teenagers going to make fun of me? It was like that happened but in media. Yeah. So there was articles upon articles about they don't like our skinny jeans anymore. Yes. The young people don't like side parts anymore. And it was like all written by millennials because those were the ones old enough to have the jobs. Yeah. But they were like, it was like this, yes, totally, like a self-protective mechanism. Like, these are the things that aren't cool it's anymore. Fear. Millennial fear. Yes. And I think there's so much more of a fear with millennials than there were with previous generations because- We weren't we, under the microscope and we the same way. We grew up with the internet. Yeah, so, so now it's so much more observable uh, than it was uh -huh. before. Now you can see in real time you becoming irrelevant in a way that like previous generations weren't able to identify unless they like went to a bar full of 20 year olds. That's interesting. You know what and I, mean? I will add to that that also in previous generations, I think even arguably with Gen X, even though a lot of like norms were breaking by then. Like with previous generations, it was possible to transition to certain signifiers of adulthood. Yeah. Much mu like like you could buy a house, right? You could like start families in a way that it's been so millennials have been shut out from a lot of those signifiers of adulthood because no one can afford a house. Right. Nobody has a job with benefits. We're all still Nobody teenagers. Any, yeah. We never so grew I feel up. Like, totally. Millennials don't feel like adults 
probably everybody feels shocked to realize they're an adult. I think about this all the time. Like, were my grandparents shocked to realize they were adults at the age of like 23 when they had kids in a house? Like, but like, you know, I think they were born adults. That was the difference. (laughs) Right. But like, I think that for millennials, everyone's like, there was, and remember how many articles there were about these fucking stupid millennials can't grow up? Well, they can't grow up because they can't afford. Too, right? They can't afford to move out of their parents' houses. They can't get good jobs or whatever. Yes. And while all of that is happening, which isn't millennials' fault, millennials are also just going through the thing of being like, I'm not the youngest anymore. Now I am old and some other young adults think I'm lame. Like, that's weird, you know? So I feel like there's a couple of different phenomenon happening at the same time. And it just, uh-huh. it makes totally. like all your life choices change as well as you get older too under this microscope. And I think it's like, it, the pressure is so much much it's even greater than it was on previous generations to be a certain cutty like cookie cutter thing and we can't oh we can't do it mm-hmm. we just i can't do it i can't do it i'm even scared of getting a dog i can't make any decisions i live in fear yeah i think it's definitely that i'm fine everything's <laughs> fine i'm not having i'm not also, having a mtv i'm fine i'm doing fine also i think i think we're also one of the first generations to actually give a shit about like being relevant or like keeping our hipness and coolness. I feel like previous generations were like a, so quickly became adults with like kids and houses. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so quickly we're like, yeah, I'm irrelevant. You know what I mean? I had my yeah. three years. I want to put up a fight for Gen X here. I want to hear from Gen. If you're yeah. Gen X and you disagree with this analysis, let us know. Cause I feel like maybe it's cause they were the teenagers when I was young, but I was like, Gen X is, so cool, you know, Gen- they, yeah. And they, they, there was such a, you know, they shaped so much of, uh, you know, there was. I feel like there's an entire anytime, basically anytime my husband says anything, I'm just like, wow, you are so Gen X, <laughs> you know. But I do feel like, I, I, I also think that there was. Um, I mean, back then it was called selling out, uh-huh. but I wonder what Gen X feels about how that generation changed from being the rebels, the ones who like would reject the status quo, to now. I think. Gen X as a generation is like not especially like radical anymore. I uh-huh. think a lot of those people did kind of settle in. I mean, I always have a chippies. I'm a little closer to it, right? I'm an elder one. You're I'm on the, cusp. the a- Yes, I go to the mountain once a week and we have our meeting around <laughs> the sto- sacred stone. Yes, and you everything. talk about how much you love Janine Garofalo and John Cusack, but you also are familiar with Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, it's- totally. We talk about the truth <laughs> about cats and dogs. And we talk about guts. You know what I mean? And we just, it goes back and forth. And uh, but being close, I have such a chip on my shoulder because like growing up in that environment, it was all about how little you could care about anything. It was all about being apathetic and being like kind of black and white or like gray or whatever, rather. You know what I mean? And being like, I live in the dark. Like, I want to wish I could live in Seattle where it rains all the time. Right. Because I don't like color and I don't like fun. You know what I mean? It was all about like how little fun you could be having at any given time. Our Christ blew his brains out with a shotgun, (laughs) right? It was not a good time. It was an upset time. Right. Like our our chosen one, you know, was was uh, it was upsetting. So it's like it's like weird to, to go back to in my head. I feel like 
I see a lot of gray skies and stuff. And those people were raised by like television and lack of adult supervision. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and then me you get too. like you move on to the next to where the millennials is like kind of half raised by television, but also like came of age in like AOL chat mm, rooms yeah. and like explored that. Yes. Aspect oh yeah, that our parents right? knew nothing about. Yeah, yeah, which is so fun. And then yeah. even ten years younger than us, you get people who were like, I grew up on the internet. Like I grew up with an Instagram account or with and Facebook again, I, whatever, you know? I think that's the fear. I think we were addicted to being on the cusp yeah. of the new. Right. And I think that we actually have, like, it, it f- is fucked with us in terms of trying to stay relevant mm-hmm. and knowing we're getting older. Like, I, we loved the fact that we all collectively were getting in on something that our parents literally, like, could not comprehend. It was so fucking new, you know? Right. In a way that just video games, the internet, it just, it was so confusing to them. They didn't even try right. to get into it. At least if you're, you know, my parents. You know, and I think we got addicted to that feeling of being like, I've I'm on the cusp, you know, but we're not on the cusp anymore. We're out. We're, <laughs> we're old now. And the real it's okay. Deal. Being older is wiser and isn't that wonderful? And you'll hear more about that. And what I t- truly think about these Zers and especially these alphas over oh on God. more like a bunch of betas. Am I right? They're more like a bunch of betas. Am I right? <laughs> And you'll hear about that on the real deal with Hold and Neely. If you want to listen to believe. a podcast, oh we no, believe. we have to keep moving. Oh no, it's not, it's time for the list, guys. Oh no, oh, how did that happen? Who's on the list? Me, Jackie. Gotta have that list. Long forgotten facts about hit movies and TV shows. There are a few on here that I did not know anything about. One of my favorite movies, Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Robin Williams and Steven Spielberg godfathered the movie. A movie about three drag queens stranded in a small town wasn't really sought after in the 1990s, but it got the financial backing from Spielberg's production company after he and Robin Williams endorsed the script. And that is such a fun, like, that makes me, man, every story you hear about Robin Williams, you're just like... God, just being able to like help out and support other people in the so many insane ways that he did, that just it just makes me love him forever and ever even more. Hell yeah. yeah. That's that's awesome. Moving on, the already very uncomfortable plot of the movie While You Were Sleeping. <laughs> yes. We are talking about, about while this you were sleeping before, right? I think you've talked about how weird this movie. I've, I've talked about how weird it is, but I didn't realize that the original concept was gender flipped. The original idea was for the man to be pretended to be engaged with a woman that was in a coma, and while they said that while the premise is creepy regardless of gender, it somehow feels even creepier that way. Good that they decided to not go with the unconscious woman. <laughs> plot yeah. you know i feel like that yeah that's... i mean no matter what it is even though love while you were sleeping but it is um it's, it's a bit of an upsetting yeah. this plot, is the thing sure. you cannot revisit things from the 90s without getting um you don't have to get like deeply upset but it is like a, oh well that's what uh-huh. all right whole premises again the premise of full house is what if men raised children <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I get it. We gotta make a whole show. The show's gonna go for years. Can you imagine the amount of content? Men taking care of children. Whoa, 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 whoa. Also, the premise of Three Men and a Baby. There was so many movies about what if men had to take care of children. Yeah, totally. And wouldn't that be hilarious? It would take three of them because the Lord knows one of them couldn't do it. Except for you know, Blossom had only one dad and no mom, and he didn't need other men to help him. So there you go. I have a funny old book. Is my my mom sent a bunch of like old books for that we used to have when we were little um for winnie and there's one called like the dad book i i gotta look it up it's got to be from the 70s just the art style and everything and it's so funny like it's so because there's like one page like sometimes dads do what moms do clean the house and like yeah it's just so only old. in an emergency and only if mom is already <laughs> uh, one foot into a grave well, and it's like and they work in big office buildings and they wear suits and i'm just like N- i do none of these things none of these things are things that i do i'm <laughs> this is completely ass backwards it's very funny very very funny well is it funny what screenwriter paul schrader went through i don't think so <laughs> Taxi Driver, Mm. the movie was written in two weeks because screenwriter Paul Schrader was going through marriage problems, lost his job, was broke, and suffered a bleeding ulcer. His depression from all of this at the same time drove him to write about Travis Bickle or, quote, I was going to start to become him. Wow. And that is... I think so it makes Taxi Driver, which is already arguably a very uh, upsetting movie, it makes it even more upsetting of thinking about, like, I've got to write this <laughs> bile out of my body so that I can continue to be a normal human being. This sounds crazy to say, but I'm jealous. I'm, like, dying to have that moment in my life where I'm compelled to write a screenplay. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like a young writer's dream. Like, I'm so upset I, yeah. and I made a masterpiece. I have... Such an issue with that. I like want to write a, a screenplay so bad, but when I start digging into the well, and there's so many things I could be doing to make this happen for me, like the artist way and all that kind of stuff to try to like get it out. But I just get so jealous when I read these stories about like he, yeah, he got he was just like a cat jumped on him and scraped his eye out, and then uh the tax man told him he owed, and like you know, and then he he you know, wheeled over to the uh, uh, typewriter and uh, the masterpiece came out. I've just, I've (laughs) never had that feeling really like well i don't want to wish that unhappiness upon stew but i mean i guess i wish it upon stew just for the content i love to be a tortured soul jackie i'm gen x yes elder millennial yeah. all right i like gray skies i like nirvana i like Soundgarden. that lead singer also had a bit of a dish mm, you know yeah. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. Somebody feed him, won't you? (laughs) No, because I want to be hungry. All right. I want to be hurt and upset. That's Gen X for you, baby. (laughs) But is that James Cameron for you? This I did not know. James Cameron made the charcoal drawing of Kate Winslet in Titanic. Mm. I don't know why this upsets me so much, but it really upsets me. It's like so <laughs> Is it intimate? because he was like thinking about her breasts? Well, yeah. He's looking at her breasts, yeah. He's looking at her breasts and drawing her breasts. It's so, that drawing is so intimate. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it gives me the willies. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah, we don't, we're, we're not into it. But I mean, I will say, maybe he's just thinking about generic breasts and not specifically her breasts. And isn't that nice? I feel like, yeah, I think he is a robot man, to be quite honest with you. So I wouldn't even say it's a problem. I think if anything, if he could fuck something, it'd be a submarine. Yeah, he just like, thinks I about submarines all day. Yeah, mm. like he, he thinks about 
I'm surprised the fish rumor isn't about him, to be quite honest. He yeah. loves the I sea. I know. He's a sea man. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Remember when the, the submarine blew up and he was just like, I know everything I about I loved submarines. his. That was amazing. And I'm so Why glad did, you brought up. Come to me. I know everything about the Titanic. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so happy you I'm brought up that horrific man. happening because I love to think about it every now and again. And his whole thing. And, uh, yeah. James Cameron is like, I'll weigh in on this. He's like, we're a small community. There's not a lot of people who want to get into a tiny submarine and <laughs> explore the yeah. depths of the ocean we're like a small community here and we all were like this is not good this is yeah not- the submarine who explores the titanic community didn't like that submarine exploring the titanic yeah. which tells you everything you Mm-mm. need to know well, very important very important well the code you remember all the code in the matrix yes. is actually made up of sushi recipes it is indeed <laughs> the production designer scanned the japanese characters from his wife's sushi cookbook and incorporated them into the iconic stream of code oh that's mm-hmm. fun i speaking of keanu reeves i just finished the first to John Wicks for the first time. Oh, Ooh, nice. What did you think? I mean, they're so great. Good. I'm like, I feel like I really caught up on something that mm-hmm. was a cultural moment that everybody felt so happy about. And I get it, man. I'll watch that don't guy screw with his dog do anything. And yeah, but I bet Gideon too is just so like. <clears throat> I mean, he was so. Oh my god, I, disgusting. He was very happy. Oh yeah. Yes, like, I got no, Gen X. The Gen gun, X people, and he lo- holds the guns <laughs> and he yeah. shoots. And also, all people love Keanu Reeves, but Gen X especially uh-huh. loves Keanu Reeves. Big love. Massive love. He's a perfect man. We did a, uh, did we do a two-parter on him for Wiz the Bruiser? He really is legit, just very, so interesting. Such just a fascinating kind. guy. And tragedy. Humble. Oh. I've, yeah, he lived a life of oh. grief and then made a movie series that is about grief. Horrific oh. tragedy. And it's also... It's also John Wick. It's just like, what if we just had a you know a mass shooting every ten seconds? But also, it's like a parable of grief. It's incredible. Yeah, when he was, it was interesting. Kid, when he was a kid, he would just trout ride on the subway trains and just like observe people. He was that like a loner. He was a loner, Dottie. What a guy. A rebel. Oh, just a rebel. Love him. Sultry. I mean, I didn't want to spoil anything for you, but I do want to tell everyone, speaking of movies, I did get to go see the new Dune last night. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Are there worms? And I, want, <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything I'm excited for Excited for the worms. But I just want to say, if you have a chance to see it in IMAX, highly recommend it. It is unbelievable. And man, just eat an edible and just go to town, baby. You are in the spice I am on Arrakis. I am here for it. All right. I'm just like a chani ass bitch. I, I guess. love it. I'm going I guess on I'm a rude dooner. I'm going on Thursday, and we we are uh, in in working out a uh, a rude dooner uh, extra episode to talk about. You gotta the, screech about it. The second filmic experience. Jackie, who did you want to kiss the most? This one wasn't really, I guess, so sexy for me. My problem is that like um, Oscar. I need Oscar Isaac. I want more Oscar Isaac. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, that is who I dream of. Uh-huh. And on our way to see Dune 2, um, I, I did ask Jeff, I was like, give me a rundown of what's going on in this movie because I want to make sure I understand what's going on. And my first question was, is will there be more Oscar Isaac? Uh, he said no. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And that made me very sad yeah, about it sad. because, man, that beard and, man, that fit. And also everything I'm, like, hearing about the Atreides family, too, makes me love him even more. <laughs> and I am so here for him. So, really, that's where my heart lies. Okay, that's fair. I also find Timothy and Zendaya too young to thirst for. So I, I Timothy, like, if I... 
15-year-old me would lose my mind for Timothy. Yeah. 36 year old me I just I'm like I see him as a child so I'm like <laughs> I think he's doing a really good job but I'm just like oh yeah look at the like the thin boy staring into the spice like look at him just like he's mm. plagued by all of the duties he has to has to he is be them. you know <laughs> you just said duties duties and then he shits duty. and I'm like that's not a sandbox that's a desert you idiot um, last but not least Christian Bale's American Psycho was based on Tom Cruise. Bale called up director Mary Heron saying that he saw Tom Cruise on David Letterman and thought that energy would be perfect for Patrick Bateman, citing Cruise's quote, very intense friendliness with nothing behind the eyes. Wow, that's shady. Shady. I I, I, I love that. It's like a bit of a dig. And I mean, I do want to add on and maybe he has sex with yeah. <laughs> Patrick Bateman might. Oh my God. Maybe he has sex with fish. That sounds like one of those blind items. I think I'm going blind. blind up. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see, see him. him. The illiterate one. That means first letter, same letter, yeah. both names. Yeah. But they can read. <laughs> the illiterate one wanted a private late night tour of the theme park in Anaheim. Gee, I wonder which one it is. And was told they don't even do that for the big stars. That is how it was phrased, too. Sydney Sweeney? Shh. No. When she was a tour guide? Oh, I mean, she's good. such that a huge good. star right now, though, but that was such a good one. No, she, I think, is maybe uh, a snake oil salesman uh, to a certain degree. Uh, she is on uh, is well known for being on a show that I find the name of to be incredibly boring. It is a one-word name. I don't get why people watch shows with names like these or why it's so popular, but it's like was one of the most like watched shows on Netflix recently. It's an old show. She's not on it anymore. She was on it. She fucks in Suits. it. Suits. Margaret Meghan Merkel. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Could you imagine being the kind of person that goes, I can't wait to go home tonight and make a really nice dinner and sit down and watch suits i have close friends who are doing that very thing right now they're watching suits i don't it's because get it i i relate i've never watched suits at any time suits is my only choice like on a plane i'm like i'd actually rather watch nothing than watch suits but i do get great comfort from the 45 minute um you know uh what, what do you call it? The network hour-long drama Legal procedural. Drama, it's gotta be just regular trash, right? This procedural, so it's just like you're. It's just an A B exactly, right? Like you just... can set your clock to it. Yeah. That's just why I love Law and Order, right? I feel like for some people it's Law and Order, for some people it's Bones, Bones. and there's and then there's Suits. Bones. Bones. It always has to be a a yeah Bones Suits. Yep. House. It's got to be a one word. Boring yep. words. Bones, suits, house. And yeah, for me it was law and order, but Ugh. I get it. I get it, suits people. I'm not gonna judge you. I I, th- I, I got it back during the monoculture. I was watching the practice and whatever. Oh, I mean, I was in that mm-hmm. loop, right? 10 p.m. was the hour where you watch the procedural drama, right? ER. It was like that 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Recently, Jeff and I have been talking about re-watching ER, and Jeff is like, is it worth it to go back to ER, or did we just love to watch it because it was like we loved to watch our Thursday night television? Let's find out together, know. Jackie, because I also want to watch I really want to watch ER. I've been thinking about it for years. Why? I have so many options now I, I, I can watch a live action anime i can watch anime i can watch love is blind i can watch people be like thrown into a tank full of sharks 
or something. Mm. You know what I mean? I love rewatching things, hence watching Full House with my children. Yeah, like going back to I, things that I hear were about you rewatching Full House, I'm like, how does the monotony, like the the just uh, absolute like known structure of every single episode that got to me back in the day. So it's like, what I can't see. Mm. I find it comforting. Yes, I find it deeply. I find sitcoms comforting. Even and and also perceived like old television. When that when that I learning like. a lesson. That's why I held on to cable for so long. I didn't want streaming. I wanted a Food Network show. I know exactly what's going to happen in Act One of Chopped. Act Two of Chopped. And then Chopped. you don't have to choose it right. either. You just put on the Food Network exactly. and know that it's going to stay on. Yes, there's no decision paralysis. We've been talking about per- decision paralysis on our Sims stream. Yes, oh. I do. That's that's. A pain in the butt. I kind of wish iPods would come. I wish I miss having all of my chosen music in a box that I I feel like that that was the peak. I'm such an elder millennial. (laughs) Yes. That was the peak because now, because I have infinite options, I have no, I feel like it's impossible for me to explore or choose. Whereas I used to just have a list of all the shit I like on an iPod and I would just scroll through and even back then I was debilitated by that after a point but it was still nice to just see it all that's why I went to records is I want to just have a uh, a narrowed down set of options that I go on Spotify I had to listen to the same like five albums you know right. I feel like I have infinite choice and I, I and only, aren't they delicious they are delicious but wait They're so Meghan delicious. Markle wanted a private tour of Disney I guess and they were of like we don't even do that did. for the big stars <laughs> hell yeah take that Megan. because I think Suits. you suck I do think she kind of sucks yeah know. you know I think that some of the things she has done are cool like not being intimidated by the royal family is cool but I'm also not like yes bitch you're my hero not okay not being intimidated by the royal family is cool Having seemingly no idea what the fuck you were signing up for when you decided to get in a relationship with this guy, super idiotic and like yeah. not. I cool. also and, and feel felt similarly like, well, what did you think was going? What yeah. did you think was going well, to happen? And I'm not talking about the racism. Your I'm talking about. Race. I mean, no, that like, I would even say you would know about the racism. You wouldn't know right, about the right. racism. They are a predictably racist. <laughs> Which family. then, yeah, yeah, fight, fight, fight. Sure, right. they, like, like hell right. yes. But in but terms of like all shocked of the, by it is like they wanted us to schedule every minute to do things. Yeah, man, that's what they do. Yeah, they control they you. They own you. Yeah. yeah. What is what is what have have you ever heard of your husband's mother? But that wasn't what killed it for me. It was the whole Spotify kerfluffle. Speaking of Spotify again, it was the whole we- dumb thing where they all they had to do was like phone in an interview once a month or something, and they like and could they not do, do it. You know what annoys oh, me about her is shit. that even if I became a royal, I know I would still like do my best effort doing everything that I was doing. Right. I think that's what annoys me about her. Like that that kerfuffle is because like it's laziness. It's yeah. getting to this point, and it's like you've got all of these opportunities, and you're just watching her just like shit all over right. them. Yeah. Because I think that she believes that she is above a lot of things. Because at the end and of the day, that is what is annoying. Like she, she was on suits. Of course, she's above everything. She should get a private late night tour. But that's the thing. You were just on suits. It's that's not why like, it's so great that she was on suits. It's so perfect. It's not like even she's, if she was like Jennifer Aniston or something. Even yeah, you know? be like totally. Like, yeah, if she was suits? like some Hollywood darling or maybe I guess then it would be a different. But all right, next up we've got um, so far the only project that anyone has taken seriously involving the A list athlete is a reboot of a franchise that once starred the actor who was in the very fast franchise. 
lot to unpack Travis here. Kelsey. Of course, Travis Kelsey, who is the l- starring actor of the Very Fast franchise. Of uh, Vin? Yes. Wait, the very fast? Okay. Vin Diesel, yeah. Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel was in another franchise that is way lesser known. Uh, but the I, one where he has to keep doing cocaine. Oh no, that's a different guy. Ah, no, that's that's Jason Statham. I Frank. love that's those Transformers. Movies. Crank, Crank, Crank is a Transformer great. movie. I'd it. fucking lose it. That'd be amazing. No, this is actually also kind of cool. It's a sci-fi franchise that like it actually was pretty good for what it was. It's actually, a video game that came out from this franchise that was very good. The, um, it's I don't even know if we can get it. It's it's. Uh, it's one word, okay? One word. Uh, second syllable. <laughs> Halo. Penis. Second syllable, penis. Uh, big penis. No. Cock. No. Cock. What's the other Dick. word? Dick. 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 Okay. First syllable <laughs> to be, to get blank of something. Rid. Oh, Spotted Dick. Rid Dick. Riddick. There you go, Riddick. Wow. Travis Kelsey. Wow. Apparently, I love, the, just love the idea that Travis Kelsey, and that makes sense, these entertaining Movie, uh, well, because you said that he's roles. on his way out of his ballist life, right? Like, that's I, the I end heard of ballist that. I could time. be wrong, but I, I was given the impression from listening to other podcasts that he's got like two years left, essentially. I mean, his brother just retired, so and now and, he's you know, open for just, kissing other people. Do you think there you go, maybe his brother? Do you think he's got time in his schedule <laughs> <laughs> that he could kiss other people? Possibly, you still attracted to him even after he got so sloshy? Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, it's it's a problem for me. <laughs> but you're not supposed to swing children around by the arms like that, which he keeps doing on TikTok. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, he's swinging around by the arms. Why? Oh, we'll dislocate? For fun. Yeah, he's he's doing it for fun. Like, look what a fun daddy I am. And it is fun daddy, but you're not supposed he to. Loves I saw really? I swing way around like that you're not supposed to do that i think i mean this was like he was he had one kid by one arm (laughs) i think i also swing my kids around so like whatever do what you're gonna do but i saw like a tiktok pediatrician who i really like being like this is so cute but also don't swing your kid around by one arm like this because there's a common injury that you get one arm well and one arm that may i would never do one arm that's yeah, yeah that's a little wild i did think about that though while i was swinging i was like oh yeah could she like dislocate her bullshit anywho uh, just day-to-day parent stuff. Uh, all right, let's end it on a positive note, a okay. kindness blind. Okay. There's a lot going on in the life of this A-list singer, but one of her friends told her about a party this teen was having for her 16th birthday. Both of the parents of the 16-year-old are deployed overseas and have been there since right after her 15th birthday. She is staying with her aunt and uncle. One of the kids of the aunt and uncle is friends with our A-list singer. The friend asked the singer to just make a quick 10-second video saying happy birthday. Instead, the singer showed up at the house and played three songs. Oh, my God. And she's got a lot going on right now. Is it Olivia? Olivia Rodrigo. No. Oh, my God. She's so good. She's so good until she turns bad to us, and then we'll talk shit about her for an entire episode. But this episode, we were we so love happy Olivia with Rodrigo. Her. That's so that is really nice. Oh my god! There you go. That's so sweet. And that's the well. Who knows? It might not even be true. But either way, that is the end of the blinds. I can see again. And you two look great on a Tuesday. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We do try. We do show up looking. Fine on Tuesday morning. Okay. Do we look like Melissa Joan Hart and Saoirse Ronan? Let us know. Maybe don't let us know, <laughs> but also let us know. 
Or if you've got ones that we actually, if you think we actually do look like, and then we can try it out on each other. And I think that that would be fun. Like, guess. Guess who it is. And you can send that in to page7podcast at gmail.com if you'd like. Because, well, hi, hello. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. It sounds like it's the beginning of the episode. But it's the end. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Page 7. And you can follow me on Instagram over at jackthatworm. And come hang out with MJ and I on Wednesday mornings because we are now playing The Sims over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie. MJ and I play Sims in the morning and man it is chill and we keep it real chill and when we are done we raid Holden and Lexi's stream yeah, so come like hang a, out with us on Wednesdays I'm like loving that you guys started doing this now uh, because it's such a nice like Wednesday middle of the week big morning block morning afternoon block for everybody so it's yes. very cool um, I don't think I will be doing Cup Out this week because Lexi has an appointment but still it's awesome and I'm so happy you guys are, are joining us on a, a Wednesday stream kind of thing um Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I know I mentioned it uh, halfway through the show, but just to reiterate, bonus episodes, we're going to be doing the leftovers right after this. Going to have a lot more Love is Blind talk. We got a bunch of articles we didn't uh, talk about on the main feed. We'll be talking about all that. It's the leftovers. Uh, You get that. You get Jackie's Book Club. You get ad-free main feed episodes, all for just $5 a month. And at $10 a month, you will get to watch our uh, weekly Buffy the Vampire Slayer watch-alongs that we've been posting um, on the feed. It's a video uh, watch-along that we do, um, and people seem fucking hype about it uh, so far. Uh, so thank you guys for for your exuberance and passion for Buffy, and uh, it's just been awesome. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Check me out. We already mentioned my stream, twitch.tv forward slash holdinators ho. I stream all throughout the week, but the main event is always Fridays. Jacking with the holdies, uh, 6 p.m. ET. It's always lit. I don't think it's ever been more lit than it has been lately, actually. I think people have noticed we've been turning it up we've a been fucking notch. Up. We're back off the road, and we're here to fucking stay K party. Hell yeah. Uh, for In 2024, so... Join us on for that, MJ. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. All right. The song? We're going to sing the song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote about. Come on. We're going to read them to you. Come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sending in your shout-outs. And you can send in your own shout-outs. Wow, double the shout-out song today. You can send your own shout-outs into page7podcast at gmail.com. Or you could just do things like sending in amazing pictures of your dog in a baseball hat that says pervert on it like Ariel did, which I just want to say, Ariel, oh brighten my day really appreciated it but i i've got amazing shout outs in from some amazing human beings today and i just want to say thank you guys so much for thinking about us thank you so much for sharing with us and i love our beautiful community so much i love how we build each other up and i love how we support each other and i just want to say thank you so much for coming back every week and being a part of this family now our first shout out comes in from jay jay's caught you playing the sims last week and we talked about therapy in the chat 
I just want to give my therapist a shout out. She's a good therapist and all, but after each session, she saves us time to sit and discuss books and smut and just gush over SJM. She showed me lots of cool reading gadgets, apps, discount book sites, etc. But today, she told me that there are literally playlists for you to listen to while you listen to SJM. I haven't searched any other titles or authors, but I'm sure there are some out there. I found them on Spotify and to hear them in order, you need to be a premium member. But I mean, I turned it on just for a sample and I'm already going to reread the whole series. Okay, Jay, you have sold me. All right, yeah, I'll reread them. Or maybe, oh God, if there's Throne of Glass ones, I can listen to them while I'm listening to Throne of Glass. While I'm reading Throne of Glass, which would, oh, just, you know, bump it up. I'm at the end of the first book. I've got things to say, but I will keep that under my hat because this is neither the time nor the place. Thank you so much, Jay, for writing that in. And oh, I love some therapist love. Oh, I love my therapist as well. And you know what? They need extra love too. Shout out to all the therapists out there. You're doing a lot of work and I appreciate you. Anyway, moving on to our amazing shout out from Chris. And this is so cute. Chris says, Well, there was no screaming from Chris, but this is really cute. Chris says, I met my wife when I was 13 and she was 12. We were next door neighbors. Sidebar, Chris, if you haven't listened to the song The Luckiest by Ben Folds, um, you might want to cry to it later. Just saying. I'll jump back in. Chris says, we were next door neighbors. She was literally the extremely cute, extremely shy girl next door. I was immediately interested, to say the least. Oh, my God. You're just like Archie and Betty. She blew me off for a year. We were best friends from about 14 until we started dating when she was about 18 or so. We've been together ever since, going on 16 or 17 years. Who can keep track? We now have two beautiful children, Penelope, five, named her after one of our favorite people from Lost, and Henry, who just turned two. Now for the part I'd really like to shout out. When I met my wife, she was extremely shy, and her self-esteem wasn't the best. Her mom suffers from bipolar, so her early life was quite rough. Over the past 20 years, I have watched her bloom into a confident, beautiful woman and a fantastic mother. Our son's speech has been a little delayed, so our doc recommended speech therapy. Of course, the referral didn't take our insurance, and my wife proceeded to call every damn speech therapist in town and got him in within a week. The girl I met when we were kids would never have been able to make those calls or fight with insurance companies. To watch you evolve into this incredible person has really been a gift. The kids are lucky to have you. And so am I. Love you, Bean. Love, Chris. I love your love. I love your love. And I want to kiss your love. And I want to hug your love. And I'm so happy for you both. And this was absolutely, absolutely adorable. I hope you and Sina like, hear this and feel it and appreciate each other and kiss each other. And kiss those babies for me while you're at it. I love you guys so much. And thank you for sending in just uh, 
a tidbit of your love and sharing it with all of us. And you can share your own love at page7podcast at gmail.com. Send your love in a shout out if you'd like. I mean, I know Valentine's Day is over, but you don't have to do it just because there was a certain day for it. Send some love out into the air. I love you guys so much. I hope you're having an amazing week and I hope it's just getting better and better by the second. And we will be back next week. Love you so much. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.